Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Money in Integrity podcast presented by worklifemoney.co. My name is Kimberly, and I'm a career and freelance coach, and I'm here to help you make more money doing what you love and helping change the world without hustling or sacrificing work-life balance. This is a podcast filled with career advice and personal growth stories to teach you how to develop the career change skills to fulfill your career potential without starting from scratch. In this podcast, we don't just talk about how to make money, but how to meaningfully make it on your terms. Ready to start being successful in your career and learn to get paid for being a good person who does amazing things for the world? Then let's get started. And today I'm going to be giving an update on what has been happening in April and May and some of the changes that are coming to the Money and Integrity podcast and work-life money. And it has been a hot minute. I know that you know, looking back on everything that I haven't um, recorded an episode in a while. And it doesn't feel or seem that way. Because I'm not gonna lie, the past few months now, it has just been a complete and total whirlwind. And I'm so excited to come back and talk on the podcast and give this personal growth update. Because honestly, I do miss it. I've just like lost all concept of time. And I just wanted to talk about what's been happening behind the scenes. And honestly, it's been relaxing and really exhausting at the same time. So in today's episode, I'm just going to be giving a candid update on what's been going on, um, where I was in April, where I am right now, and what's happening with work-life money because I really, really believe in everything that it has come to and I also believe in the changes that are coming ahead as I grow as well. So to give some context, um, all the episodes before this were prior to my trip um, to my vacation in Turkey and oh my gosh, like long story short because I could talk about Turkey forever, but Turkey was amazing. Like it was so great. Um, I actually read after the fact that a lot of people didn't like Turkey. I loved Turkey. (laughs) I loved the food. The people were great. It is a beautiful, beautiful country. And I mean, also it kind of worked to my favor while we were there because, um, uh, the Turkish lira had, um, it's quite weak in comparison to the Canadian dollar right now. So it was really economical for us to be there. Um, we went in April and we went, we stopped over in London for a day and then went, um, to Istanbul, did the hot air balloon thing. Literally like that was a once in a lifetime type of bucket list 30 before 30. If you listen to my 30 before 30 episode, that has been on my list of things I wanted to do and experience for like 10 years. And whenever I talk about that, I wanted to go to Turkey, everyone is always surprised that that would be a place I would ever want to choose to go. And I was like, Turkey has been on the um, the places that I've just been so drawn to for like 10 years now. And I think that a lot of people don't realize the true historical context and importance of Turkey. So Istanbul previously was Constantinople, which was, you know, the gateway between Europe, between Asia, between Africa, and it has gone through so many changes. So learning about Turkey and getting to experience it, and that's always been something that has 
been a part of my travels is that I don't really choose somewhere to go just because I just for the sake of going somewhere I've always been pulled to somewhere and I loved that about Turkey and it was so incredible to see like all of the different phases of you know the Romans the Greeks um the Ottomans like there's so much influence in that area and when you go to different places in Turkey, you see more European influences. You see the um, uh, the Asian influences and and the religion changes as well. And so it was just so incredible to experience and be a part of. Um, also not planned, but um, we were there for Ramadan, and so that was really unique and experience and seeing all the beautiful mosques like and. Again, the landscape of Turkey, especially the Cappadocia region, and we were in Cash to do some diving, and um, we were also in Mace for a day. Um, so that is a Greek island um, right near Turkey, and you could take like a 30-minute ferry over. It's actually a really quick ferry. Um, going through passport control was actually more difficult than actually getting, was longer than actually getting on the ferry to go to Greece. And so that was so much fun. It was so great. Also traveling, you know, post-pandemic-ish, and there's always an ish in there. Um, but we, you know, we were very lucky. We didn't get sick at all, um, not through COVID, not through regular means. And so health-wise, it was great. We also, like, were very cautious, though, with our masks and stuff like that. And, I mean, international travel, they had that option, so it wasn't, like, forced upon anybody. But, you know, more comfortably, like, I like love my mask. I know that the mandate has dropped in BC, but I just really like enjoy having my mask. I feel like it is like it protects me, but all like from COVID and other things as well. But I personally like on a personal tangent, it just protects me from like smells. Um, I'm also very sensitive to like cigarette um, and vaping smoke. Um, I've always been had a huge sensitivities to it. So having the mask like provides me with like this extra layer of protection, which I really enjoy and I didn't know I could do. Um, and also in case I have something in my teeth, I, I like to have my mask on as well. So there are many benefits to me. So I usually also get sick on airplanes because of the air that circulates. And this is like a little bit embarrassing to admit, but we did a couple of overnight buses in Turkey as well. And a lot of times when I sleep, I sleep with my mouth open. And so a lot of times that air circulates and I tend to get sick on overnight buses or airplanes but with my mask nothing and so I was like wow I'm going to be doing this forever from now on and yeah so we had a great time in Turkey um it was such a great like relaxation break and yes everything for me I know everyone has a different experience but for me personally I felt extremely safe in Turkey um there was never a time where I felt like I was being scammed or threatened or hurt and everyone was great in Turkey from my perspective and it was also a great career break so the thing about Turkey was like I started a new job and then one week after I went on vacation now I did pitch it to them that I could just start after my vacation but they really wanted me to start beforehand just to at least do some of the um organizational training so I did that and I see why they wanted me to start because the first week is just the organization's training not even my personal job training and so I was there for one week and then I went on vacation and then I came back and so this was one of the most relaxing vacations I've been on because 
I had already left my previous job and I've already talked about the great resignation and the reasons why I've left. I like didn't have like I didn't have any stress about work because no one knew me at my new job really. Um, I had only start beginning beginning to meet people and I was only doing the training, the organization training for the first week anyways. So it wasn't like I had mass amounts of people like emailing me and waiting on me for deadlines or, or wondering where I was or anything like that. Like <laughs> barely anybody knew I was there. So that was actually really great. And to come back and then to really do my vacation, like my true come back from my vacation and really do my new job training, which brings me to my second part. So May was quite busy, like coming back from vacation. And actually the weekend after we came back, um, I had to go to a wedding in Kelowna, which is about four or five hours into the interior of BC for my cousin's wedding who had postponed his wedding since COVID. Literally, they were supposed to get married in May 2020. So it's been a long time coming. So it was coming home, unpacking and then repacking again. So it was quite exhausting. And, you know, seeing my family and also it was my birthday um, while I was in Turkey. So coming back and doing all the celebrations and stuff, that was really great and fun. But May was really about starting my new job. And that's something I wanted to talk about in this personal growth update um, because it affects how I moved moving forward with work-life money, but also just how much work-life money and the Money and Integrity podcast and everything I've been working on has impacted me. So I like love, I've loved all of my podcast episodes and I really stand behind everything that's written on my blog, everything that I've ever talked on the podcast. But, and I love sharing that with everyone, but selfishly, this has really improved my own career. So the things that I provide on work-life money, the things that I talk about, they're just not, they're not just like me talking about career advice. I know a lot of people talk like career coaches out there talk about career advice and you know they're ex-recruiters and they want to help other people I of course want to help other people but I'm also helping myself like I everything that I've worked on has brought me to where I am in my career and I am so happy like it it always like amazes people I think that I'm so happy in my career um and I was just talking about that with my like siblings because my brother is, you know, starting his co-op and stuff like that. And we're just talking about jobs and, and, and all of those things. And my sister was like, you know, we were just talking about, you know, certain types of corporate life and all of those types of things. And, and my sister just said, you know, you know, not everyone, you know, some, yeah, there's going to be some places and corporations and things out there that, you know, you might not agree with, or might not be that great, but you know, there are also great other workplaces out there as well. Cause he was looking for a co-op and, She's like, like Kim, she loves her job, right? And I like can straight up say, like, I love my job. And I was just talking to another family member last week about, you know, um, work and, you know, some people like not liking her work as much. And like, she's like, do you like your job? I was like, I love my job. I love what I do. And I feel very lucky and privileged to be able to say that. But I also know that I've worked extremely hard to get here. I've worked extremely hard to have the confidence that I have right now and also to be working at the ability that I am now to get the job that I have. So just for context, I am the youngest person on my team. Um, on my um, 
direct team. I am the only female. Um, and I really feel so proud of all the things that I've been able to accomplish and where I've been able to get to. And coming into this new job, I just feel like I am ready to show off. Like I'm ready to step into the skill set and to do the things and to work at the level and degree that I know and I believe I can. And it, it is a higher level than what I was doing before. And it's more senior level work. And knock on wood, but the first month has been great. Like um, my manager has been awesome and he has taken, you know, been very like, very conscientious and pulled me aside multiple times to say, you know, your clients are so happy with you. They are so like, I hear great things about you from everybody. Um, and he's like, I can, I could not be happy with more happy with um, your work right now. And not, I, not that there's like this part of me that gets a little bit scared about praise. Cause I, I'm actually very, I get very embarrassed by like, um, uh, by compliments and stuff like that. I, I never really seek out compliments, but it is so crazy to think that like at one point in my life, I thought that this job and the work that I'm doing right now was so unattainable to me. And the fact that I'm here and I believe that I really can do it. And now I'm doing a really good job at it. I was like, wow, I can really do this. You know, and obviously I'm going to make mistakes on the way. Like I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to try and make a mistake, but things happen. I will fail eventually and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. But just getting to the job that I am right now and really being able to produce and do the things that I really, really want to do has been incredible. And so validating again to all of the work that I do, not just with, work-life money but with my clients as well like my clients will know like everything that I create for them I use myself like I I use these tools first and then I give them to my clients so the job application tracker and the um, interview question study guide those two tools I developed my for myself I use for myself and then I put them on work-life money as um like freebies for an email list type of thing um the big thing that I really utilize right now, which I, which is a tool that I teach my, um, my, my clients and something I use all the time is my accomplishments matrix. Like I didn't like, I didn't just create that so that my clients would have something I created it for myself. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to share with my clients now because I use this all the time. And this helped me so much through my interview process and all that stuff. So I am, really happy at work right now it it doesn't it's not just like um it's not perfect and all of those things I do really miss my old team and I am also super super thankful for my old team so um if you've listened to my other episodes on the great resignation and why I decided to leave it was not because of my team it was because I wanted the ability to do bigger types of work and it just wasn't available where I was at before um, because the organization was smaller and I just wanted to work on bigger things. And one of the things I'm very, very grateful for um, is getting to learn under the supervisor and the management that I did at my previous organization and 
also the additional courses and the program and school that I did last year, like even though that was really tiring, like 2020, 2021 was very exhausting. Like all of my hard work in that area really paid off, I feel like. And it has made me such a better specialist in procurement. It has made me so much happier. And again, I feel very lucky to work have worked under the management that I previously did at because it taught me so much. Even though it was a lot of work, it taught me so much. And um, yeah, like I just feel like it's one of those things where everything, what's it called? Everything leads to the next thing, even when you don't know or you can't see it through. And so work has been really, really great. And I've really enjoyed my time there so far. Um, we'll see how the next couple of months goes as well, because I'm I basically finished, I'm wrapping up a lot of my training and I'm really being given my own projects and portfolio now. I'm still being shadowed and um, obviously um, the procurement process is very, it's a long process. So I haven't seen it fully the way through at my new organization yet. So I'm still being mentored by a lot of really great people, but I'm really excited to see what's next. And the other exciting part of this new job is also what it's doing for my work-life balance because my new workplace has a lot more flexibility and it also gives me a lot of autonomy in how I manage my projects and my workload and so that has done a lot for my like stress levels where I just have a lot more control over my work-life balance and my commute is also way better it is so great it's so transit friendly um, I really enjoy my commute and it works so well with my schedule, just with myself and with my partner as well. And so that's been really nice. And also in May, I forgot to mention this, but in mid-April, I went back to school. And so that has also been great for my school schedule um, because now I take classes on Thursday nights, which is been one more thing that's kind of like taken time away from me and honestly like I am not I'm not trying to be humble about this like I know I'm doing really well at work and I'm happy to say that and I can step into that confidence but school I am not doing as well in um necessarily not like I'm not doing well in the course, but this is actually a supplementary course for an exam for my certification that I have to take in the summertime. And this is really hard. <laughs> this is really, really difficult. Like I will not lie. I take the, I do the quizzes. I do the, I study the material and it is quite difficult. And the classes are three hours, like over th like three and a half hours on a Thursday night. It's exhausting. I'm tired. Um, I, sometimes kind of want to doze off because I, it's just so much like information to like put into your head all at once, especially on top of having to go like to work, um, you know, living my life um, with my personal, my friends and my family stuff. And then also like having to study already throughout the week and then having to do the, the course on the night class, it's kind of been exhausting. And I'm a little bit scared, to be honest, about my exam in the summertime. I know I've got some time before then, but it's a little intimidating. It is a very difficult exam um, because of the way that they word things. So I haven't been doing that well in the quizzes. 
So that is another aspect of like my work-life balance that at least my new workplace really, um, really works with. And because my new workplace is also in a very convenient area, area, I can run errands in the middle of the day, which I was never able to do before. So I actually get like a lot of stuff done um, throughout the day, which I really enjoy. My schedule, again, is a lot better. And it's also given me some downtime because I am now commuting. I take transit instead of driving um, because it's just so it's so convenient to transit that it just makes more sense. And it's also faster and cheaper because gas is really expensive. Um, I actually like have been able to start like a little bit of a personal project. And I'm not sure if I want to share it just yet because it's kind of just something I'm doing for myself. But if you're interested in learning what my personal project is, message me on Instagram at worklifemoney.co. I will reply. I am on there. I just haven't posted it in a while. And I've made that very intentional decision not to post in a while. Which leads me to my next point, which is what is happening with work-life money? So with all of the changes and just everything that's been happening in my own career and life, I've decided that I'm going to take a little bit of a step back just in this phase. And I really want to be intentional by saying just taking a, a step back because I don't want to leave work-life money. I don't want to just be like, oh, this is a project I started and quit because it's a very like perfectionist mindset to have, I feel like. And that's something I've always been challenging and I've always been working on throughout my whole journey in my career, in my personal growth, and for many, many years. And I'm still part of my group coaching program called Perfectionist Getting Shit Done by Sam Laura Brown. And perfectionism comes up in so many different ways. And just because I'm not able to show up to work-life money, what I feel is quote-unquote perfectly, that doesn't mean I want to shut it down. That doesn't mean I want things to go away. For me right now, it also just means that I need to adjust it to work with my life and schedule at the moment. And right now, also at the moment for school, because like um, it's been taking a um, like a toll on me. It's uh, it, it's honestly like difficult enough to keep up with the readings um, and doing like the classes and just worrying about my exam. But um, I don't at all want to shut work-life money down. And actually, it's funny because Work-Life Money helps me again and the Money and Integrity podcast helped me so much in my own career and in my own life in ways that are not, it's not just like, oh, how many downloads I get, but because I'm now so much more comfortable speaking into a microphone, speaking, presenting, all of that, it makes such a huge difference because um, in class um, last week, I had to do a presentation and I just wrote out, like we had to do like a slide deck and, and um, do a 10 minute presentation. And I just quickly, like I was able to do it so, so quickly, draft out my notes, create the slides. Um, doesn't like, I don't have that perfectionism mindset anymore of like, oh, I have to pick the right colors and all that. Like I could just knew I could do it. And actually I didn't practice that presentation, not even once. Because I'm so comfortable speaking now, just on my own, like on this podcast, I just have notes of like things, points I wanted to talk about, but I don't have a script. I don't need a script anymore. And um, when we were doing the presentation, it was online. So yes, I could have my notes like right beside me on my computer screen, but I know how long it takes for me to speak. So 
um, my um, instructor was very clear that the presentation has to be maximum 10 minutes. I can now gauge myself on, okay, I know which points to speak more about. I know how long that's approximately going to be able to take me to hit the 10 minute mark. And I did it exactly on time because I've, I've just written and I've done like over 80 podcast episodes at this time. I know what it's like to talk for 10 minutes straight. I don't need to practice it. I know um, like I can hold my conversation and I can hold my thought process long enough. And especially because um, for that presentation, I was talking about supply chain. I was talking about my job. Like I can talk about it forever. I don't really need like um, practice talking about my job. Um, I could talk way longer if you wanted me to. And so like, I'm so grateful for all the aspects that work-life money and money integrity has given me. So I don't want it to go away. I love it. And I actually have a podcast episode um, already lined up and it's very exciting because I'm going to, I was interviewing, I interviewed my old client and it was just such a great interview. Like I'm trying to edit it down. So it's not super, super long because so many great things, so many accomplishments. I'm so, so proud of her, but I won't be able to keep up the podcast level that I am at, I used to be at until at least until my exam is over. I just can't, I just can't see it. Like I'm barely making time for like, I I need to study more. So um, from now on, for now until the foreseeable future, let's just say um, the podcast will be most likely bi-weekly, if not every two to three weeks. I'm trying to aim for every two weeks to see if that works out. And um, I don't want to give up on anything. I still have all the resources up. I will, I have taken an intentional break from Instagram and I haven't really decided how that's going to play out just yet because I honestly would like to give more attention to my email list. I just, I just really like writing emails and I find Instagram um, quite distracting and, um, uh, like there's just like not distracting in like that the the program in itself is bad or anyone else that I'm following is bad or anything like that. Distracting as in like as soon as I go into like Canva to make templates or graphics or stuff like that, I just get so distracted and I, I go into this like rabbit hole with the colors and the designs and stuff like that. I like email because it's very simple. I have a very simple template for it and it's just black and white text and I just send it and I also know that I get sent to the person and there's no algorithm in the emails telling like that won't send my emails to certain people or, and things like that. So that's what I want to concentrate on right now. And so I won't be returning to Instagram like super um, regularly for a while. Um, I'm still on Instagram as in if you still de- if you DM me or send me an email, I'm happy to reply. I'm so happy to talk to people. I don't want to let go of the community or the people. And I so appreciate people who still support me and who still follow me. Like if you're listening to this episode and you got this far, thank you for listening um, and still being interested and still being here in the work-life money community and I've, that I've worked so many years to um, create, but also that I'm so proud of. And again, like, not only the proud of the community and everything that it's become, but also like proud of myself because of what this community allowed me to do. Like if I didn't start work-life money, I don't know if my career would be where it is right now, because I don't know if I would have thought that far about my career. I don't know if I would have, 
actually put in the effort. Like it is a lot of work. I completely agree. And I completely see how people don't like to do their resumes and, and, and apply for jobs and work on their career. Cause it's a lot of work actually. Right. And, um, if I didn't have work-life money, I don't know if I would have done that all on my own, to be honest. Like, I don't know if I would have kept up with all the interview questions and, and what it is to like grow your career and develop your confidence and all of that stuff. I probably would think about it in the back of my head, but it wouldn't be at the level that I am now. I'm so proud of that. So work-life money, it's not going anywhere, but it will be taking a little pause back until I finish my certification exam um, and just really get my bearings in at work. And the last change that we coming is I will be no longer doing the career clarity calls. They are not really a part of the process and the application that I wanted to do for coaching clients anymore. And it doesn't really work that much with my schedule anymore. But if you are interested in coaching, please send me an email at Kimberly at worklifemoney.co. I would love to work with you. I would love to work something out with you. I will be just more selective on the clients that um, I'm able to take on and just be more cautious and aware of how much I can take on. I've always been conscientious about that. I've always had a limit. I know some people are like, oh, you shouldn't say that you have a limit. I do have a limit because I want to be able to give every single one of my clients the attention that they deserve. And all my coaching service comes with messaging um, as well. So any of my clients can tell you that I am the type of person that will actually message you back, send all of the answers. I'm there for my clients when they have an issue. And so in order for me to be able to do that and also practice what I preach when it comes to work-life balance, I can only take on a limited amount of clients. So if you're interested in coaching, please let me know. It's Kimberly at worklifemoney.co. Um, other than that, yeah, work-life money will still be here. The Money in Integrity podcast will still be here for you. I am still here. Um, it will just be a little bit of an adjustment period. And um, I, again, so believe in work-life money and I'm so thankful. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And as you've heard, like this episode was very candid. Like I talked about my vacation. I was like, this is nothing to do with my career. And I don't really know where I'm going about with this, but it's one of the things that's going to be changing about the podcast as well is that it's going to be a lot more candid, a lot more of the time. Um, I'm not going to be doing as much structured um, episodes just because those are the things that, um, uh, those aren't the things as much that have helped me and I want to be sharing more about my journey. So thank you so much for listening up till until now. And until next time, remember, I am always cheering you on. Talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review at Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps more people discover the podcast and be a part of this community. Remember, we're all in this work-life money thing together.